Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Let's start today with one of the things that's on the list of phrases you never want to say to a police officer, and yet one you probably never thought of. 22-year-old Robert Steinstra of DeBerry, Florida, decided he needed to meet his girlfriend and bring her a gift as well. Unfortunately, his girlfriend was in California, and the gift was a large quantity of marijuana. So Steinstra went down to the local airport and tried to steal a million-dollar airplane to get there. And during the process of trying to start the turbine engine, accidentally activated the emergency locator beacon, something that air traffic control listens for constantly. They tracked it down, then notified police that the plane was sitting on the ramp and someone was messing with it. Officers found the man sitting in the cockpit, and he reportedly asked the first police officer making contact, Hey, do you know how to fly a plane? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cliff, your first... Uh... First downfall of that story is when you think that your girlfriend needs a large supply of marijuana. <laughs> Apparently, the gift, he'd already busted into the gift. <laughs> yeah, and she needs all of this, and, well, you're the only person that can, you know, fulfill her wishes there of getting it. I'm yeah. quite sure in California she could probably find it herself, don't you? Uh, agreed, yes. Just send her cash, dude. <laughs> send her cash. I was singing in the shower last night, Cliff, and it reminded yeah. me that when mm -hmm. I was a kid, I used to sing in the church choir. I don't know why I had not really? thought of that in many, many years. That's right. Really? In, in fact, Cliff, yeah. my singing was the yeah. reason the church bought a louder organ. <laughs> we this pizza place in Florida shut down by the health department for a variety of violations. Some of them were typical failures to maintain cleanliness in a food production environment. And then there was that one very Florida violation among the typical failures, things that catch the eye of the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast, like rodent droppings, dead roaches, and food with mold-like growth on it. And then there was that dead iguana in the freezer. While iguana pizza isn't on the menu at Pizza Mambo on South Dixie Highway in Palm Beach, Florida. The owner had, in fact, put an 80-pound iguana in the restaurant's freezer, saying it had been given to him by a friend for later consumption at home. And, as we have said before, iguanas are an invasive species to South Florida, and some consider them a delicacy. And some places even offer iguana burgers and iguana sausage. One Caribbean chef calls the meat the chicken of the trees. <laughs> Iguana sausage doesn't even sound good, Cliff, and I love sausage. The whole iguana word doesn't even sound good to me. Are you saying you wouldn't eat iguana? There is no way I would ever wrap a lip around a look. <laughs> iguana anything. You? I'll give it a shot. <sighs> I mean, have you ever eaten an alligator? No. Would you eat an alligator? No. <laughs> 
I've had alligator meat. It's actually pretty tasty. I stick to the basic food groups, Cliff, and the basic meat groups, and that would be beef and pork, and that's pretty well all I do. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the way you want to live your life. You go right ahead. Oh, I'm quite content with a big steak, I'm telling you. <laughs> You'll be over there sucking on an iguana popsicle, and I'll be eating a T-bone somewhere. Well, I haven't seen one of these in many years, Cliff, but Angie sent us a picture by text message. <laughs> I call it the desperation box. <laughs> oh, oh, I see it now. It's uh, typically found in the men's room at a truck stop. <laughs> yes, it is. You you put your quarter in, you turn your the uh, knob to the desired uh, fragrance, and then you push the button, and you get a spray of a variety of colognes. <laughs> Which is a Carrie Underwood song happening right there. That is a yes, it's exactly right, Cliff. And so so my question is, Angie sent us this picture. That's true. What was Angie doing in the men's room? Well it was one of those combo restrooms. Oh oh, oh it was like a family they call them family rest where it's available to whoever wants to use. It. Yes. And uh Okay. She said it was a quick trip in and out, and she didn't buy any of the cologne. And I can remember seeing those things all the time, Cliff, and you would be out trying to impress some girl, and you just thought when you went into the restroom, hey, <laughs> if I pick the right cologne, this is going to be my night coming out of this That's right. desperation box here. <laughs> so you would, you know, decide. I mean, you would be in there yeah. for five minutes deciding which one of these fabulous colognes in this desperation <laughs> box will be the yeah. key for my uh -huh. success here today with this lady. And finally, you make your selection. You put your money in. And, you know, you pull that little knob of a thing there. You know, yeah. Yeah. And there's no telling where that would come out of that box. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You'd almost had to put your head underneath the thing in order yes, for it right. to get on you. I mean, it's impossible to get it anywhere where you want it. I mean, you kind of want it on your <laughs> neck, I think, don't you? Well, I mean, yeah. Neck, chest area, that kind of thing. But, you know. Sometimes when stuff sprays uncontrollably like that, it just goes everywhere. You it, could get that stuff in your eye or your face. Right. Or in your hair. I've had it in the mouth before in there, Cliff. Well, you, yes. you got one in the mouth. Well, yes. You pull the thing and it's like, you know, it's half jammed wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. You actually use one of these things? All the time. <laughs> the they desperation never, box. They never did me any good, but I thought, well, this time it'll work. Did it work? No. <laughs> But I kept thinking, this time it'll work. It won't. It won't. No, no. Yep. Don't don't even mm -hmm. do it, guys. And right now, yep. I would hate to even touch one of those things because you know of everything in a restroom, no yep. one, and I mean no one, ever cleans that thing. <laughs> Is that not true? You're right. That box yep. has seen it all and been through everything, so I would Ooh, just stay away. Still... Still carrying the germs from wherever Just it's been. in time for breakfast, too, Cliff. <laughs> you think, Cliff, it was my selections out of the uh, desperation <laughs> box that was throwing me off? Because no. no, I always I, went I, for eternity. <laughs> no, I, I don't believe that was it. Dracar, do you think I would have done better with that? <laughs> nope, nope. I don't think it was uh, what you chose from the restroom cologne dispensing machine that affected your luck with women, shall we say. You know, Cliff, I always wondered why I even was drawn to that box, because yeah. you put a little bit of smell-good sauce on you before you head out, and I'm not really doing anything that would make the smell go away from me. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. I'm running a marathon or anything. I'm in an air-conditioned well, yeah. place. So it's just there. 
maybe there was a conflict from the fragrance that you put on at the house versus what you added later in the truck stop men's room. You know, I'm I'm that's that's probably the whole thing, Cliff. Yeah, it's yeah. either either that or it's the face you were spraying it onto. No, well, no. <laughs> I can't believe that, Cliff. I think it was eternity yeah. mixing with what I was wearing when I left the house. That's a great point. Well, what, what were you wearing? Desperation. You <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when, when, if someone would have said to you, Weed, you have the look of desperation. It's not that you were just desperate to get women. It's the cologne you were wearing. Yes. <laughs> you could have been the, I don't know, spokesmodel for the cologne desperation with a face like this you'll be desperate too yes. if i remember correctly cliff and i want to make sure yes. i got this uh-huh. i believe we talked about tattoo talk being banned from this program for a while <laughs> yes yes because um discussion arose about having someone's name tattooed on your body and you said it was too painful to put an entire name, you would go for an initial. And then listeners began to weigh in, perhaps at my urging. Perhaps, <laughs> yes. Perhaps. About having uh, their initial tattooed on your butt. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing going to be tattooed there, so let's just get that out right now. On your butt. Yes. Okay. But we also, I think, Cliff, talked yeah. about banning pictures of people that feel the need to send in pictures of their legs that's right that followed <laughs> after the discussion of the tattoo on your butt died down um somehow we got a picture of some dude's legs ralph and then when we mentioned it once again a barrage opened up of a bunch of hairy legs in our text message box yes now did we happen to mention taylor swift yesterday we did not mention Taylor Swift yesterday. All right. Well, she's banned anyway. We all knew that. Yes, we did. And I'd like to add to our list of banned things today, Cliff. Yeah. No more pictures of restroom cologne boxes. We've had about a half a dozen. I know what they look like. I've stood in front of them many times in my life. So yeah. let's ban the pictures of restroom cologne boxes. <laughs> and before anybody thinks, well, I'm going to be a smarty and I'm yeah. going to start sending in pictures of random restrooms throughout the area. We don't want those pictures either. Right, Cliff? <laughs> You're absolutely right. Thank you. No, no one wants to see that, including us. We in this coronavirus world that we now live in. Some people are taking appropriate measures to protect themselves from getting infected. Others, well, they're doing nothing at all. And then there were those who were going to the extreme to keep from getting COVID-19, some measures perhaps going too far. And that's why we're now hearing some things we never thought we'd hear, like the warning from the Kent District Library System near Detroit, Michigan, where the head librarian said earlier this week, don't microwave your library books. And in fact, it's not necessary. They added to microwave anything available from the library because return materials are quarantined before they let them back out to others. The announcement became necessary when library books started being returned with burn marks inside, a result of microwaves overheating an ID chip that's glued into the book cover. 35 seconds, I believe, is the recommendation, isn't it, no, Cliff, for a library book? No. I no, think the librarians you, no, in don't. the area will say that 35 <laughs> is the sweet spot on that. No, 
they say they will say do not put your book in in the microwave so how am i supposed to protect myself <laughs> not read <laughs> you've been protecting yourself for years i have been yes <laughs> I built up an immunity to reading, I will say that, Cliff, right now. Well, I tell you what, Cliff, when I saw this from Lisa Kudrow, I couldn't hardly believe what I was reading. You Lisa Kudrow? Yeah. Why does that name sound familiar to Thebes me? Thebes from Friends. Oh, she was on Friends. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the stars of that show. And So being on Friends, is did it make her an expert in something? And that's why she made some type of thing that says, look at look at this, and now it's affected you. No, no, it wasn't that. Oh. It was the okay. the tightness of the uh, group on there because there's a lot of play, a lot of shows that we think are really tight bonded groups of individuals that come in and perform on a sitcom, yeah. like Seinfeld. Yes, none of those folks are very close to each other. They don't associate <laughs> that so, much. Well, I mean, they're actors, so they're good at pretending to be something they're not. And that includes being in a close-knit group of friends right. on TV because it's all fake. They didn't <laughs> hang out with each other from what I've read, yeah. Cliff. And, you know, they, so what did, what did Lisa Kudrow say? Well, she said that after Friends ended, yeah. part of her died. Really? That's what she said. I'm thinking wow. the part that died would be her bank account would be the thing <laughs> I would think. Seed 40, it's time now for that game that Cliff loves the most. No, <laughs> no prize, prize, just punishment. Yes. Hi, right, who's this? Dakota Weiss. Dakota okay. Weiss? Yeah. And where are you from, Dakota Weiss? Fort Branch, Indiana. All right. Well, Dakota, are you ready to play No Prize, Just Punishment this morning? Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you a statement. We'll see if you get it right or wrong. You tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. <sighs> 45,000 Americans are injured each year by toilets. That's true. That is true. Congratulations. Wow. That is true. I thought that would be a high number. You didn't think so, huh, Dakota? No. All right. Well, I, con- I get in trouble sometimes on the shitter. <laughs> oh, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. No. Whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no you can't. You can't say You that. can't say that, Dakota. <laughs> but <laughs> Thank you for playing this morning and for saving us from the bad song of punishment, okay? Uh, Bye, Dakota. Bye. (laughs) Have we ever talked to Dakota before, Cliff? No, I I can't say that we have because I would have remembered that. (laughs) What did I say before we started this, Cliff? First-time callers? Yep, you wanted one. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I I must say, it's an unusual place to get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's number two. It's always number two. That's isn't right. Cliff? <laughs> Cliff, can we clear up something real quickly here on this program? Absolutely. What? Thank you. We've had two or three folks text in and say, I can't believe you didn't give Dakota a prize for the no prize, just punishment, because that was a possibility. <laughs> well, I mean, it certainly was. And considering, you know, he said one of the things you can't say on the radio, on the radio, we could have just dropped the punishment bomb on him as well. <laughs> Yeah, you can't say that and get a prize. That's that's rewarding you for things you shouldn't be saying. Is that that's not true, right. Cliff? No, that's absolutely right. So, no, he's not getting a prize for that. Are we about oh, done for the day, Cliff? Are we about out? Uh, we got another hour. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, while the news was going on there from the AP, Cliff, yeah. we got this uh, voice message called in to Country 98.1. Okay. 
Okay, all right. <laughs> I know where he's headed there, Cliff. <laughs> right. And let's just remind everyone his name is Phil McCracken. Yes, I don't believe if that's your name, you can judge other people's languages. Can you, Cliff? No, not at all. I don't think so either, but it was good to hear from Phil from Ireland, Indiana this morning. I find this uh, pretty incredible, Cliff. The National, What's that? The National Kidney Foundation. Okay. They did a survey, and they said that one in four Americans say yeah. they would consider donating a kidney to a stranger while they were still alive. I'm not talking about, you know, after you're gone, right. you know, take whatever works. I'm yes. talking while you're still going around, kicking and swinging and all that. That's pretty impressive, <laughs> I mean, isn't it? I mean, I, I personally know of a couple of people who have donated kidneys, but in both instances they were to relatives. So, yeah, to do it to a stranger, to do it to a complete stranger is um, is, is a different level of caring. That's right. That's twenty five percent of all Americans, if you do the math. Yeah. And what was even more amazing, Cliff, when I read a yeah. little bit further into that, three out of every four lawyers survey said they would donate other organs they weren't using, like their hearts. <laughs> That's 75% if I did the math wow. right there, Cliff. Yeah, I think you're right. I think so. And by Cliff's request, we're going to go down the beer alley this morning <laughs> on Take It to the Bank. Okay. In 1759, Cliff, Arthur Guinness, the man that started the Guinness Brewery, yes, signed a lease for a brewery in Dublin, Ireland. Okay. It encompasses four square acres of property. Okay. And it was for $75 a month back in 1759. And his lease is for 9,000 years. 9,000 years? 9,000 years at $75 a month. So his brewery will not be up for renewal until the, until the year 10,759. <laughs> And they have the option to renegotiate. Oh, oh, they do <laughs> at that time. And so they're still paying seventy-five dollars a month. That's right, and they are a gigantic beer company, as you well know, Cliff. <laughs> now, in the seventeen hundreds, that was probably a lot of money. Well, I'm sure it was. Basically, that's uh, like forty-four thousand square feet, I think, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> all for beer. But all of that, you can take to the bank. Be safe and make good choices. I'm standing in front of the desperation box. And <laughs> yes. no, I'm not talking about your radio. The cologne no. box in the restroom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day start with number three. What was Angie doing in the men's room? Number two. Sometimes I get in trouble for sitting on the crapper. Although... It wasn't the word crapper. It was something else, Dakota. Thank you very much. And the number one morning roadshow. That's always going to be number two, by the way. Always. Now, the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. With a face like this, you'll be desperate, too. <laughs> oh, and going back to uh, number two. Yeah, Dakota. And yeah. you said that will always be number two. Yes. We're not encouraging you in any way to mention that word anymore. 
on Country 98.1, so no. you can always be number two. Don't do that, okay? No, don't. Yeah, you can't say that on the radio, no. Dakota. No, you Or can. anybody else. <laughs> yes. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.